Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope this week finds you well. I'd like you to visit my website, marymac.info. And on the left-hand column, you'll see a book called 21 Things you must know about the graving process. I'd like you to go over there and click on that book and put in your details so that we can stay connected. And this book is an excellent beginning. Whether it's been a while since you've experienced the death of a loved one or it's recent, it will help you. And I want to make sure that we stay in contact and each week you will learn about the newest episode for the podcast. So thanks for doing that. This week I'd like to discuss how and when we decide it's time to move to the next level in our grieving process. And exactly what does that look like? In the beginning, we are secure in what I call a bubble from the shock we have endured. We aren't really fully functioning, even though we seem to think we are. We are moving along in dealing with life and the issues that come along. And slowly, we make progress with new decisions, realizing that these decisions may not be perfect, but they are the best ones we can make right now. And those around us may be grieving at a different pace than we are. Our spouse may be having a hard time getting out of bed in the morning, while our children seem to be in a haze and find it hard to concentrate with schoolwork or keeping up with their friends' activities. But who can blame them? We aren't socializing as much either these days and wonder if we ever truly will again. 
Our friends may invite us to various places, restaurants, or other activities, and there is just something that feels so utterly overwhelming. So we retreat or beg off from the invitation. Maybe we feel guilty for not exactly telling the truth, but we comfort ourselves because it just takes too much energy to tell them the truth, and by the way, it may hurt them even more. Deep down, we care about these individuals, whether they're family, friends, or neighbors. They're wonderful people and have helped us so much since the tragedy that we've endured. But only you will be able to determine when the right time is, when you will step out of your comfort zone and move into your next zone or next level. It sounds sort of weird to say your zone, but we begin to take baby steps into the place we are in and acknowledge where we are and where we might like to go. There should be no sense of guilt or regret when we take that next step, even if those around us don't think you're ready for it, or better yet, they are really the ones who are not ready for it. If, for instance, your spouse died a number of years ago, and they had been quite ill for many years, and now you feel it would be a good thing to test the waters and go for a coffee with a gentleman who asked you out from your support group. He's been gracious to you and has made it clear it's just coffee and you feel safe in his presence. The invitation circles around in your mind and you have no problem with it. But what's lingering is how your children, siblings, maybe even elderly parents, what they will think of you dating again. Who are you to begin a new life when your husband is in the ground? Who are you to begin a new life when your children are still mourning him? Well, no one said you weren't still mourning him. But at this point, you feel comfortable with taking this next step, whether they accept it or not. Only problem is, you need to make sure that when they start making their comments, you remain steadfast in your decision. After all, it's not up to them when you feel ready. Go and have a good time and promise yourself that you will not feel regret or guilt. You need to allow yourself to live again. It doesn't mean that this man is your next spouse. It could just be a time when each of you use this experience as a stepping stone to a future. Maybe the next step for you is going through your loved one's belongings. I know this is a very difficult process because you feel you're not ready. But if you've been thinking about it, part of you is already ready. It doesn't mean you simply put them all in boxes to be donated. 
It could mean you consider what you might like to give to certain family members, as well as donate, maybe even items you wish to sell. So if this is you, remember that this won't happen in a day, not even a weekend. If you feel you need to take photos down, you can always place those in a few boxes which will temporarily live in the attic or the basement. You're not ready to dispose of them in any manner, but giving them a concentrated place in your home away from their original place, well, it's a great next step until you're ready. I've told you a few times how difficult it was to take off my grandmother's engagement ring about a year after she died. I was in the shower and I felt it was time. Not that I didn't sob and wail before and as I was doing it. I can still see myself holding my left hand up, looking at it on my third finger and speaking to her as I took it off. It was one of the hardest things I ever did, but I wanted to let that part of the journey be complete. Maybe it's a home your grandparents built, or a garden they kept up, or perhaps suits, or a library, camera equipment. It could be so many things. These have been acquired over a lifetime, and as we know, we can't take any of that with us. So it is left up to us to go through all the papers, files, books, special items, and decide what is the best course of action for them. For the younger children and grandchildren, it might be deciding that going away to college is what is right for them. Perhaps your experience is the death of a child, and now you're seeing your other child or children reach that age when they will leave for college or to another city to start their career. Consider the sense of loneliness in your home when they go, but you know you can't hold them back. They need to live their lives too. You wish they could stay with you forever, but they will now build something new on their own and be proud of it. Sometimes when we are grieving, we smack head on to our resentfulness with God. We can't understand how he wasn't there when our loved one died, or at least that's what we believe. We get to a place where we can't get the answers we need to let our mind rest. And at some point, you and your loved one will settle that with God. But until then, it could be very difficult when families are pushing you to go back to church. You're not ready. You haven't decided that you're ready. You're still angry with him. And that's understandable. Many bereaved individuals struggle with this. It's a hard situation to get your head around, but please do not feel guilty. When and if you are ready to either go back to services, join a support group, or start to rebuild your personal relationship with him, it will be then 
that you decide and not a moment sooner. It also happens when you're being invited to weddings and baptisms, bar mitzvahs, birthdays, and more invitations. You're just not sure you can endure going to these events because you know all eyes will be on you and the slight whispers wondering how you are doing. Don't go if you're unsure. Send a kind decline with no excuse. Thank you for the invitation. We won't be able to attend, but we wish you a wonderful celebration. That's it. Nothing more. See, that was easy. And if your other family members and those who invited you talk behind your back, so be it. Don't give it any mind. You will never control what other people speak about you behind your back. Never. You'll never control what they think of you. So when you decide to become part of these celebrations, or you choose to move their belongings to the attic, basement, or share them with others, or you decide to enjoy coffee with a fellow support group member, then that is when you will decide. Never feel guilty or hold any regret. It's all in your good timing. But just remember, at some point, you will need to decide because you must learn to make a new life for yourself, little by little. Bless you, my friend. So now it's time to get up and dance, dance, dance. Wiggle and move your body even if it is in a sitting position. And I know you still think this is crazy, but please just do it for me anyway, okay? listening in today. Remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to me and share with those who may benefit from it. And if you would kindly support my podcast, you'll find info on my site, marymac.info, to do just that. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.